Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, another beautiful day in a brand new year. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. How are you today? I don't usually say this, but I'm glad the holidays are over. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? This year in my life, it just felt like it was a little bit more stressful than usual. I am just really happy to get back to a clean house. I think when I'm feeling overwhelmed, just having all the decoration and all the wrapping paper and all the people, it was just a bit much. So I'm really excited to kind of get back to just a little bit less. How about you? So I do understand that. We didn't have a lot of people. A long time ago, we stopped doing a tree. We do other decorations, but no trees. So that wasn't a big deal. It took an hour to put away the decorations and now we're into a new year and I'm excited about that. Yeah. New Year's are always exciting because there's so much possibility happening there. Isn't that interesting how just having the calendar flip a page makes it feel like a fresh start, even when in reality, nothing has changed. Well, the attitude of people and the mental mind shift happens where it's like, okay, we're not celebrating holidays. We're focused on reading what we want, Mm -hmm. which is what we're talking about today. Look at Mm -hmm. that. Which sounds like that's one of those things that people talk about. Like, what do you want? I want this. I want that. You want this. You want that. But when it comes right down to it, sometimes figuring out what you want is easier said than done. Absolutely. In a recent episode, we talked about self-care and the importance of being good to yourself. Mm -hmm. Part of that is giving yourself permission to get what you want. First, you have to figure out what that is, Yep, (laughs) which is kind of a trick for some people. Can be really overwhelming. Can be very overwhelming. We make resolutions about what we want to experience and accomplish, and people make all these plans. They're going to do this this year, and they're going to do that this year. They do it for a little bit, and then often it sort of fades away after a while. For some people, it works out. They make a plan, and they go for it, and they do it. But for lots and lots of people, they just are kind of vague. You know, I want to lose weight. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, I'll figure that out. Well, you're not going to lose weight. Or I want to go to Europe. Well, great. You're going to plan that? How are you going to do that? Well, I'll get that. (laughs) So what they want is a nice pie-in-the-sky idea, but they don't get specific. Part of the problem is that there's many areas in your life where you might want something and you want to look at what makes you happy. There are so many areas where we can be happy. You ask somebody, well, what makes you happy? And it's like, well, in which area? There's relationships and there's financial and there's business and there's experiences and there's all kinds of things. There's stuff. I knew a guy once who I said, what would you like? And he said, I'd like a Learjet. And I said, really? How fun? He was not a millionaire and he didn't know how to fly, but he wanted a Learjet. I said, cool. And what would you do with a Learjet? He's like, well, I'd go places. Okay, cool. Where would you go? Well, I don't know, but I would go there. I was like, okay, (laughs) if you really want this, how are you going to get it? He got this big blank look on his face and he went, um, maybe I don't really want a Learjet. (laughs) You got to figure out what you're going to do to make it happen. You can get anything you want, but it's about figuring out how to make it happen. Right. And if you're not really clear about what you want and why, then you're just kind of going in circles. You need to be clear enough that you can either start taking steps or start visualizing what the end result will be. And then you put yourself on a path to get there. 
Exactly, exactly. Like if you want something in relationships, you have to get clear on what that looks like. Are we talking about romance or relationships with your kids or with friends, with your colleagues at work? You have to get clear about what areas you want and also work or finances. I want more money is what people always say. Well, okay, what does that look like? How much is it? What are you willing to do to get it? Exactly. I think the one I like most is the just overall happiness about life. And that's easy. You can do that. But people don't know they can do that. They think all the stuff and the Learjets and the trips to Europe and all that is going to make them happy. They want that so they'll be happy. But overall happiness comes from the people in your life, the way you view the world, the beauty of nature, those kinds of things. People think, well, I'll be happy when I have a million dollars or I'll be happy when I have that Learjet or I get to go to Europe. Maybe not. Yeah, I think when we vaguely throw out to the universe, I want more money. What we're frequently (laughs) saying is, I want more time or I want more experiences or I want less of something like stress, bills, that kind of thing. So just saying I want more money is possible, but there's probably something else going on as well. Right. It represents something. I always wanted to have a swimming pool and I grew up with a pool. I love swimming. It was very fun. But what I really loved about the pool was that it was a gathering place for family and friends. Mm -hmm. It was something we could all do and gather around. And even if you never got in the water, we'd sit around the pool and have a barbecue. And it was about the people. But I didn't realize that for a long time. I just thought I wanted a pool. But what I really wanted was the camaraderie and the love and the friendship and what the pool brought. I think it's important when you look at what you want, look underneath it and see what it is you're really wanting. Mm -hmm. Is it a pool or is it the wonderfulness of friendships and family? Well, let's go through some of the areas that you can be wanting change in and just kind of go through some of the questions that we might be asking ourselves when it comes to what we want in those areas. Right. There are many. One of them is relationships. And you need to look at which kind. Are you talking about friends or family or romance or work? And what do you want those to look like? Then, of course, there's the financial. What do you want your financial situation to be? And why? What do you hope to get from that? Peace of mind? Or is it a Learjet? Mm-hmm. How much do you want? You have to be specific about what you want in your business, in your work, in your finances, so that you can figure out how to make that happen. You can look at overall happiness, just your general overall feeling about life, and get clear about what makes you happy. Activities, situations, are there people who bring out the joy in you? I think in this area, that can be a really overwhelming question. What makes you happy can just be like, whoa, I I don't know. It (laughs) helps, I think, to start with, well, what doesn't make you happy? What do you not like to do? And then Mm -hmm. transition into what are you doing when you lose track of time? What makes you feel alive? You can change that question from what makes you happy to what makes you laugh? What makes you smile? What makes you physically feel good? And then start putting together a plan from there. And that often includes experiences. You know, what experiences do you want to have daily, weekly, monthly, yearly? You know, what will provide some fulfillment in your life? My phrase is what makes your heart sing. Oh, I like that. That's about the overall happiness. Just what makes you smile and feel content and appreciative and grateful. 
And then there's the stuff. Lots of people want stuff. And a certain amount of stuff is important. Having food, clothing, shelter, being able to be warm and safe and dry in the winter and not too hot in the summer and maybe a vehicle to get around in so you can go do what you need to go do. All that is important stuff. Then we're back to the Learjet again. Do you really need that? Maybe not, but you might. And if you do, you got to get clear on that. Of course, in order to do all of this stuff, you have to be healthy and fit well enough to go do it. Paying attention to your body is important. And there's a difference between healthy and fit and looking like a model or influencers these days. Mm -hmm. You don't need to look like that. And if you want to, you might want to look at why, because that's not necessarily healthy and fit. Define for yourself what does healthy and fit mean and how you'll feel when that happens. Also, how you feel with the people you're spending time with. Who do you want to be in your life? And where do you want to fit? What role do you want to play? Are there communities you want to join? Are they based on business? Are they based on hobbies? Are they based on similar spiritual practices or ideas? Where do you want to be physically and with whom? Yes, there are so many areas. When you ask yourself, what do I want? Get clear. It's really normal to be very happy and have everything you want in certain areas and then just have other areas where it's like, yeah, but I'd really like to have that in my life mm-hmm. somehow. And so you focus on that. But in the process, you also appreciate all those areas that you don't really want anything more because you're fulfilled and happy. That's so important to acknowledge that. And that can change. You can be really happy with something today and 10 years from now, it isn't working anymore. So then you do something different. Exactly. Life's about change. (laughs) We know that one. We do. But you look at where you are right now and decide what you want. But there are a lot of things that get in the way with that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that you're just afraid of change. You may want to get a brand new job with a fancy company that's going to pay you lots of money which is exciting and wonderful. And it might meet some of your what I want goals, but your comfort zone is cradling you and you're happy there. And so you might not be ready to push the comfort zone and go after what you want. So you're afraid of change. Yeah. Or you're just sabotaging yourself, saying and thinking, I can't, or instead of visualizing how things will go right, focusing on everything that can go wrong and why things work out. I think we all have that person in our life who, when you mention something they could do to better a particular situation, they immediately tell you all the reasons why it won't work. And that person is quite ready to be bringing change into their life. For some reason, they're getting something out of where they're staying. And it may just be the safety of the comfort zone, or it may just be it's easier, or it may be they're afraid of actually getting what they want. Self-sabotage is huge. And I'm sure we all know people who you talk about the positives and they always go, yes, but, yes, but. Yeah. What if this happens? What if that happens? And I always want to say, well, but what if it works out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you get what you want? Wouldn't that be fun? But they just stop themselves before they start. Sometimes you tell yourself you don't deserve to have more. You may come from a family where the people who were wealthy or happy or whatever were actually resented and they were talked about like they're selfish and insensitive and arrogant and bad and all that. So you may want something or some situation, but you have old messages in your head telling you, yes, but if you get that, nobody's going to like you, Mm -hmm. or they're going to resent you, or you're a really bad person if you do that, because the rich are selfish and 
they take advantage of people and whatever messages you might have gotten when you were a kid and you self-sabotage so that you just find what you want, but then you don't give yourself permission to go for it. I think we all also know people who talk a lot about what they want, but then they don't take any steps to get there. It's magical thinking to some degree. (laughs) And that's frustrating. I think sometimes we talk about the things we want as kind of a way to try them on. Do I want to be this person? Is that kind Mm -hmm. of where I want to go? But if one of those things really sticks with you and resonates with you and you're like, yeah, I really want that. I really want to run that marathon or I really want to make a million dollars, then you're going to have to do something different to get there. So just talking about it is maybe a great start, but I know there have been studies done that say if there's a goal you really want to reach, people who keep that to themselves or who tell one trusted person who can help them achieve that goal are more likely to get it than the people who just talk about it to everybody. Because they talk and they don't act. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they talk and wait for it to just come. Yeah. And without taking any responsibility for making it happen. You got to actually move to make things happen. And you got to forget about what other people think. Yeah. I'm sure relationships might change if you get what you want. And that's part of it. You know, change isn't Mm -hmm. just going to affect one area of your life. It will affect multiple areas. But if you're concerned about other people disliking you because you've become successful or because you got a new job that gives you lots of money, you're setting up barriers barriers to your own success. Exactly. And you may not even be aware of it. Mm -hmm. So if you're not getting what you want, you might want to sit down and have a chat with yourself and check it out and see what your attitudes and beliefs are about getting what you want. And are you afraid of failing? Failure is part of growth and part of success. I don't think anybody's ever really succeeded a lot without failing first and learning from it. Failure Mm -hmm. is just a way to learn. So many people are afraid that they're going to fail and then they'll be judged negatively or they'll judge themselves negatively. It's important to pay attention to your fears of failure and decide, you know, I can survive that. Mm -hmm. What am I going to learn from it? That's the positive. Let's figure out what happened, what didn't work, and what I can do differently next time. Give it time. If you're thinking that your success is supposed to come immediately and then it doesn't, yes, that can be frustrating, but anything worth having is worth waiting for. Give it some time. Exactly. Do what you can do and keep moving forward. You'll have a whole lot better luck getting the things you want. Absolutely. Perseverance. You cannot accomplish anything without perseverance and persistence and a positive attitude. Tony Robbins, who's a really smart guy, said the only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Oh, I like that. So if you know what you want, or if you think you know what you want, begin it. Just take one step. That's the thing. I know lots of people who have dreams, but they can't see how the entire process will play out. And that keeps them from starting. If you can just figure out what the next single step is and take it, the path will appear in front of you. You go as far as you can go. And when you get there, you'll see how much farther you can go. Mm -hmm. But at the very beginning, you don't see the end. You just see the next step. And if Mm -hmm. you're willing to do that, you can have everything you want. I like that. What do we do to start moving towards the things that we want in our world? Well, you first start looking at what makes you happy. Is it internal or external? Identify what gives you a sense of purpose and fills you with joy. And then decide what kind of life you want. 
Yeah, I think that's important. I think we need to be clear here that happiness is such a huge word and encompasses so many different feelings and states of being. Right. And so first, I think you need to define what happiness means to you. Does it mean feeling useful? Does it mean feeling joy? Does it mean achieving? Like, what does happiness mean to you? Because just the yes. word happy is so big. It doesn't yes. mean the same thing for everybody. And that's all those different areas we were talking about is you can be very happy in some areas and unhappy in others. You have to define it, like you said. In this particular area, what will make me happy? What does that mean to me? Yeah. And what do you want your life to look like? Before you can start moving towards the life of your dreams, you have to have a very clear picture of that dream. So get clear on what is working in your life that you want to keep and what is missing. And look at your needs, the physical, mental, emotional, relational, and financial. Mm -hmm. There are things you need and things you want. Meeting your needs will definitely make you happy. And meeting your wants probably will make you happy at different points. Mm -hmm. You got to pay attention to your attitude and give yourself permission to dream and look at what you'd like if there were no limits. I think that's an interesting one, the paying attention to your attitude, because I've been mm -hmm. in that place where I wanted something and started working towards it, and I was just pissy about the whole thing. And then <laughs> you would say, maybe this isn't actually a thing you want. It's like, oh, hey, that didn't occur to me. Like, I've been telling myself all this time <laughs> yeah. that this is the thing that I ultimately want in my world. I'm really not having a good time working towards it. Nothing about it is doing anything to enhance my life. So yeah, maybe I don't want this anymore because wants change. Yeah, they do. What you wanted when you were six years old might be different than what you want when you're 25. Yeah. When you're 40. I know in my world, I used to think that traveling the world would be wonderful, and I would love that. I really wanted that. And I went to some places, and they were fascinating. But at this point in my life, I don't really want to get on an airplane and travel anywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my wants have changed, so what makes me happy has changed. And it's important to pay attention to where you are now, not just where you were. A couple of my friends struggling with is being able to give themselves permission to even start approaching their dream. Especially if people in their life are struggling, they yes. feel like somehow they're not deserving. Or they tell them all the time why it won't work. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't want to do that. It's just going to cost too much and it will fall apart anyway. Well, darn. <laughs> but I want to. <laughs> yeah. Give yourself permission. And then once you've done that, you have to look at what you're willing to do to get it. And conversely, mm -hmm. what are you not willing to do or give up? That's a big part of it too. Yeah, exactly. I always think about people who are entertainers and they want fame and fortune, but what they don't realize is, or maybe they do realize it, but in order to get that, it's going to take them away from their spouse and their kids and their home life. They have to sacrifice something in order to get something. Mm -hmm. It's important to be clear with yourself, am I willing to sacrifice that in order to get this? Yeah. When you become famous, yeah, sure, there are perks that come along with being famous, but you don't have privacy anymore. Are you okay with that? You don't have privacy. Your family isn't really safe these days. You're gone all the time. Your kids are growing up without you around. Is that fine? For some people, it's fine. That's mm -hmm. great. But for others, I think they get started on a path and didn't think it completely through to what it was going to mean. Yeah. So I know people like Garth Brooks. He was massively rich and famous. He took 10 years off. He said, my kids are growing up and I'm going to be home with them. Yeah. And he just stopped. Unfortunately, he had the money to do that, but he got his priorities shifted 
from being rich and famous to being a good dad. So you have to look at all the ramifications of what you want and see what you're willing to give up. The next item on our list is the question of feeling whether you deserve it. And that one I feel is really sticky. The word deserve. Because? Because it depends on what you tie deserving to. If Mm -hmm. you believe, kind of like we believe, which is that the fact that we're on this planet makes us worthy, lovable human beings, then this one isn't really an issue. Plenty of people were raised in families that did not teach them this. And if you're tying whether you deserve something to your value as a human being and the things that you've achieved in your life and have you worked hard enough, all these things, it can become messy. Yes. A lot of self-soul-searching and self-exploration, self-awareness. If you really want something, get really clear internally about why and what's going to happen when you do if you think that it should be yours. Do you want it to be yours really? What do you want? It's tricky. If you decide you want it, there are some steps you can take. First of all, choose what you want to achieve and create a goal and then make a plan and write it down. If you want to lose 50 pounds by summer or this year, make a plan. What are you going to do and what are you going to stop doing to make that work? And then write that down. Mm -hmm. Get educated, learn everything you can about it, what you need to move ahead, what your steps should be, what kind of changes you need to make, and then do it and stick with it. Yes, persistence. If you can approach failures, first of all, by eliminating all the stigma around the word failure and looking at it as this isn't really a failure, this is a learning opportunity. You're figuring out the best way to move forward to get what you want. And if it didn't work this time, why? It's just an opportunity to fine tune what you're doing. Yeah. Always remember that your thoughts create your feelings and that helps create your life. Your life is what you choose to make it. And if there are things you want, you can get them. But be really clear about what and why and how, and then be gentle with yourself. As always, those hows, those cursed hows. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have to have some idea what your next step will be. And you got to do the next step. But I don't think that you absolutely have to know how everything is going to play out. Because once you get started moving towards a goal, It will take a life of its own. Right. So you don't always have to know how. You just have to know what's next. Right. One step at a time. It's all about one step at a time. What is something in your world that you decided at some point that you wanted that you then had to move towards? You. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be a mom, not because everybody thought I should, because I was female in those days. You still are. When women did. (laughs) I still am. That's what women were supposed to do. But because I had a lot of love to give and I wanted to experience the joy of being a mom, it's worked out beautifully. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you? I wanted a partner. I dated for a really long time. For most of it, it was fun. And I think what I liked most about it was just trying on different lifestyles. You know, I met a lot of really cool people, got to see how they did their life and the adventures that they had. And so it was fun to be doing outdoorsy stuff with some people and then maybe more artsy endeavors with others. And that kind of helped me figure out what I wanted my life to look like. But at a certain point, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that anymore. It got exhausting. My heart got hurt a lot. I wasn't meeting the kinds of people that I eventually determined I wanted to build my life with. And so 
I started visualizing. I started being more discriminating with the people I spent time with. I started working on myself. Great. And as they say, making room for somebody Uh else and making myself somebody that somebody else might want to be with. That was an interesting process because it didn't just like take me to the person who eventually became my husband, but it changed me. And I think that was the best part. I mean, I love him and I'm glad that he came around, but it made me a better person too. There were outcomes that were better and greater than what I originally planned for. Yes. And that often happens on the path to getting what you want is all Mm -hmm. kinds of unexpected, wonderful things come along. And there's all kinds of great results, not just the one that you set out to get. It's an adventure. That's a great story. I like that. Okay. I think we did it. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Many people think they know what they want, but they're usually vague and have never gotten really clear about what it is or what it looks like. You might have a lot of wonderfulness in your life, but instead of appreciating it, you spend your time focusing on the few things you don't have. There are many reasons why you might not be getting what you want. You might have a general desire, but never get clear and specific. It's normal to have all you want in one or two parts of your life, but still have things missing from other areas. There are many things you can do to define and get what you want. You begin by getting clear and being specific and then create and write down a plan and implement it. (laughs) Key. Yes, very key. Implement the plan. And always remember that you have the power to create the life you want if you're willing to make it happen. Beautiful. Thank you, Sandy. Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Shannon. And I hope the year brings you everything you want. And I hope our listeners get everything they want. Absolutely. This year and always. And you know, we are here to support you in that journey. So if you're struggling to get clear about the things that you want in your life, please reach out to us. We love to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, or if there are topics you'd like us to address in future episodes, please reach out. We'd also love for you to review our podcast. You can visit yourpersonalpowerpod.com, click contact and drop us an email. You can also do that wherever you stream. And if you'd like to make changes in your personal or business life, spending time with a coach can make all the difference. So Sandy is offering a free free consultation. Just contact her at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. Put coaching in the subject line and you can schedule your free call. Thank you so much for joining us for your personal power pod. We, We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.